What is going on, beautiful people of the world? Happy 12 days of gratitude. If you don't know what I'm talking about, this is my favorite time of the year. The Thrive Forever Fit podcast turns into the 12 days of gratitude series this time every single year. So from the 13th of December all the way through December the 24th, Christmas Eve, I will be launching a brand new episode with a special guest talking about the powers and awesomeness of gratitude. So make sure you tune in, make sure you listen to all 12 episodes. I promise you, they will be amazing. They will be awesome. And I wanna wish you a very Merry Christmas, an abundant holiday season, whatever you're into, be into it. I'm into it with you. Love you, enjoy the series. Here we go. Corey and Tony, my brothers, how you doing? What's up, man? Great, brother. How you doing? Living the dream. Let me say this before we even start anything. I don't know if you guys have anybody in your life like this, but when I think of you two, it immediately puts a smile on my face. And so that's one of the main reasons you guys are here is because I'm grateful for our friendship. I'm grateful for our connection. And I'm just grateful for to have two really good dudes in my life. So thank you first and foremost for that. Jay, dude, that, that absolutely means the world, right? Like, like a sincere thank you. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's really cool. Cause there's lots of people that, that we get to think of that just put a smile on our face, you know, yeah. including you, you know, I yeah. mean, I didn't want to say you. that because you know, you're like, Oh, just giving it back. But, but you know, if you yeah. ask me at another time that, that that's absolutely the truth. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we truly, truly appreciate you. We talk about you all the time, to be honest with you. Aww, thank you. And, uh, just how, just how, how, not only how much we appreciate you, but just how cool of a guy you are and uh-huh. how much, even though you, you don't have anything to do with our industry, but our industry needs you. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just it, it's so cool that, that to be able to just hang with you, be with you, talk with you and truly appreciate you. Yeah. I, and, on, and on, Jay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to. No, walk. go ahead. Bud. But I mean, even on that, it was like. We actually got to meet in person, you know, yeah. so like, you know, we, we've done time on, we've done time like, uh, you know, via Zoom before, and that's really cool and stuff. You're like, hey, we think Jay's a cool dude. But since we actually got to spend like three days together, like yeah. days, like a lot of time together, dinner and everything else, like, that's, you know, you, you, you see what a person's really worth when you're sitting next to, next to them, you know? Yeah. And it was, just, it was really mega cool to meet you and to meet your wife and to like, uh-huh. and to like bond. And it, and it was like, Oh yeah, we are just homies, you know. I felt the same way. Yeah, I think you're right. It's like you know, you you have this connection via the the screens, and you're like, I bet those are cool dudes. But it's a difference when you're like, you actually get to see somebody like over a, a period of days, and it's like, hey, that they're the exact same as they are today as they were then, and in every day. And there's just a, yeah, I don't know. It's just this really cool like energy you get to share. Can I, I, I don't know if I can do this. I'm going to go to, I'm, I'm going to jump us into gratitude real quick, Jay. Cause I'm gonna, that's why we're here, baby. Let's, this is for freestyling. You go. This is, this is absolutely the truth. When Tony and I were at hair love retreat, we were the only guys out of 150 women there. Not the only guys, but there was, there, there was three, four guys working. Tony and I were two of them. And then Sam via and Daniel was the other one, but it's funny because we were there and we felt like under under the microscope a little bit. And that, that's a little bit overstated. Here's where I'm going with this. Okay. We we're walking back and I said, um, we were six, that's that's it. We were six days in the desert, right? And and, and your everything that's truthful about you is coming out in those six days, right? Because nobody, there's no PR in struggle and everybody was struggling, right? right. So when we were there, uh, I remember Tony and I we were walking back to the tent and I said, Tony, you know what I'm really grateful for? I'm really grateful that we built 
our brand on who we are. Yeah. Like, like for six days, we didn't have to, we didn't have to like fake the funk. We just, we were just able to be. Yeah. And, if there, and if there's anything about authenticity and staying authentic, it gives you the freedom to just be. 100%. I've, I've built my entire business and life around that because it's, you can't be phony. Like people always ask me, like, you know, I'll have a client and they'll, they'll like meet me in person. And then other clients who haven't met me, will be like, what's he like? And they'll be like, He's the same dude you see, you know, on Monday or Wednesday or Saturday in person, in his social media content and context and everything. Like, I just don't, I, I luckily don't have the ability to be anything else. Like, I don't, I'm not, I don't fake things. I can't fake things. Like, Lori will even tell you, she's like, you are the, she's like, your face says it all. She's like, somebody will say something. And you'll be like, what the, and you'll be like, you can't do that. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how to not do that. Like, that's just who I am. So I, I totally get that. You guys, and you guys, let me finish and say this. That's who you guys are. Like I said, when I met you guys in Austin, I'm like, it was like, I'd known you my entire life. You know what I mean? You guys are just the, the real deal and genuine. And I think I love that about you too. The only thing that would have made it a little bit better for us, or at least for me, if you would have uh, went scooter riding with us. Oh, that would have been fun. Yeah, we screwed it all over Austin. You know what's funny? I have never ridden one of those. For some strange reason, I've just never done it. I'm, it's not that there's I have this fear or aversion to it or whatever. I've just never done it. But they were everywhere, and they look like a blast. Did you guys ride the stand-up ones or the sit-down ones or which one? Both, actually. We had, okay. we had both because we spent a lot of scooter time on them. Yeah. You know? but actually, the stand-up ones were the best. Yeah, because they, they were fast. You would think the sit-down ones were the fast ones, but it was the stand-up ones that were boogie-woogie. Oh, wow. That would have been a blast. Now, where, did you guys just cruise them all over this, all over town? All over. All over town. And I'll tell you this, though. We, we were just in L.A. last weekend or a couple weekends ago, and they had the scooters there. No way I'm doing that in L.A. You no, know, you get run over. Yeah. Exactly. Austin, like once you're downtown, and especially after like five or six o'clock, there's not a lot of um, cars on the road. But most importantly, there weren't potholes everywhere. Like I'm so I'm so scared to get in that scooter and then get, you know, pothole catapulted. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that tiny wheel is not going to handle an L.A. pothole for sure. You're done. It'd have been like a cartoon. You see Corey flying Ooh. up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before we move on from the Austin thing, you guys stayed an extra day to go see the bats. Tell me about it. Dude, that was dope. It was really, really cool. We took dude. the scooters down there. <laughs> yeah, we took the scooters down. We went four wheeling on the scooters, didn't we? We sure did. Um, dude, the bats are really cool. Like they're, they're kind of hard to see. I'm not gonna lie. You kind of have to like see them through the shadows of it. At least the night we were there, it was that way. But it was like a flock of bats, but the flock didn't stop for like 45 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, my, my constant. Yeah. My expectation is they were all going to leave at once and it was just going to like blacken the sky. Yeah. Blacken the already blackened sky. But it wasn't like that. It was like it was like just a flock for like 45 minutes. You know, you couldn't even really see what direction because you know how bats fly. They yeah. Really directional. Um, so it was really kind of hard to see if they were coming or going. But it, it was it was really cool, man. But to that note, they said they said we were about a month uh, behind where we should have seen it. Okay. So when we were at the BTC show, that's when we should have seen it because it would have been a little lighter, a little longer. And, you know, it's at its prime uh, in August, not September. Gotcha. 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 You, yeah. You guys, I mean, you guys get to do some pretty cool stuff. So just for all the listeners that are listening that don't know who you are. So why did, how did you guys come up with this concept of of your, your, your day off podcast, you know, the whole hair industry thing, like how did it all like transform? Cause you guys have got to be, I'll, I'll be, oh, let me preface this a little bit. 
So I was interviewed on um, an, a hairdresser show that you guys recommended she interview me, Shelby. Oh, Shelby, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, and so she's so awesome. And she's like, hey, I talked to Corey and Tony. They were like, I got to have you on. And it's like, she was ranting and raving about you. And so she didn't even have to ask. As soon as she said, you're, she, she said, you too. I'm like, I'll do it, whatever. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know who you are, whatever. She is amazing, awesome, unbelievable. But you guys have created something so amazing inside of the, the, you know, the hair industry. Um, just tell me a little bit about that. You've got to be, you got to be grateful for that opportunity and for the, what you guys have, have built. So grateful. I'll let Corey start that off. Yeah. Right. I mean, real quick, the, 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 the history of the podcast and where it came from is um, I, I was a really early adopter to podcasts. I started listening like 2008, 2009. I started off with Rogan and a couple mm-hmm. other uh, podcasts. A really, really early adopter. I grew up with Stern and I grew up with, you know, like our local like shock jocks and stuff like that. And I, I always thought it was an interesting space, you know, um, then when podcasts came up, I go, oh, I think I want to start a podcast, like everybody has said, right? right. Um, but I'd, I couldn't figure out how we would talk about it in the industry. You know, how do we, because up to that point, we were teaching color, we were teaching angles, and how do you do that audibly? You know, I just couldn't figure it out. And then fast forward to 2017, I was at like, a, um, I was at a, uh, an influencer event, and I saw how people were interacting with these influencers, and I go, oh, they're interested. Like they're interested in those people, not just how they cut hair or right. social media following. So um, at that point, I went to Tony within a couple of days and I said, Tony, I got this great idea. I, I want to start a podcast. And and I pitched it to him like I wanted to be the Jimmy Fallon of the hair industry. I wanted to introduce these people. And Tony so rightfully so said that if we're going to do this, we have to bring heart and we have to bring soul into the conversation. And so before the podcast started, it changed. And he was he was dead on that. That was the right angle. Um, you know, uh, what I'm grateful for in that, or certainly early on is, you know, early on in the podcast, we were having conversations that the industry, they weren't having yet. You know, we, we talked about mental health very early on. We talked about addiction very, very early on. And those conversations had never happened, at least that I'm aware of in the yeah. industry. And now, man, when you look around at like, you know, certainly a lot of the people that we follow and a lot of things that are going on and what's trending in the industry is exactly go to clubhouse. Clubhouse is all about, is all about, uh, um, mental health and addiction um, within the industry. So I mean, yeah. I, I, I take a little pride in, and I think we had a little teeny tiny um, thing to do with having that conversation and whether the industry was ready to have the conversation or wasn't ready to have the conversation. You know, I think we were kind of, we we're one of the first ones that I certainly had ever heard. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and to follow up with that, I mean, when, I'm so grateful that he chose me to, 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 Hey, you want to start a podcast with me, you know? And uh, I didn't have Jay in my life then. Uh, <laughs> not too late. Uh, but you know, I, I'm just, uh, grateful to have a friend to be able to do this with and, yeah. and able to just to talk to so many, so many awesome people, whether they're in the industry or not. So many other people that are, that want to just elevate people and just elevate people in life, you know? Yeah. And so being able to be around people like that, hang out with people like that and, and create friendships, you know, with people like you, Jay, it's just, you know, that's what out of, everything in this podcast have, has has done for us i think that has been for me uh the most amazing part of of it is just to you know hang out with people like you and, and just be, be able to call you a friend yeah you said something earlier about you know how i don't have you know i'm not like a you know i'm not a hairdresser i'm not you know a fixture in the industry but like the industry in and of itself needs somebody like me and i, I want to say thank you first and foremost for saying that but i think 
I just started thinking when you, when you guys were talking, it's like the world just needs more awesome humans, right? Like for whatever space that you're in and how you guys brought something really unique to the industry that you both love, but from a different angle, right? Like talking about mental health and addiction and, and just different things. And then like, you know, I've been on your show before and we've talked about mindset and we've talked about, you know, how important that is and just creating a business and then doing all those things. And I think what I'm learning about myself and as I grow my own business and, and help other people do the same is that, you know, it's, it's the amazingness of the human that really matters more than the industry or more than, you know, where they came from or more than what they're, what they get to talk about. So I think that's, that's the central key. Cause when I'm, you know, like when we were in met in Austin, you know what I mean? Like I was definitely an outlier in that scenario, but never felt like it. Right. I felt like I, you know, I felt like I'd been with you guys and in that industry and with all those people forever, just because I think it's like when you start connecting with energy over everything else, that's really what matters. Which leads me to my next question. It's got to be pretty cool for you guys, two friends, to be able to have this business and work together and get to travel. And it's like, I always say, you know, I'm at a stage of my life that all I want to do is work with my friends now. I want to work with people I love, people that make me laugh, people that make me smile, people that I get excited to, to do things with. And I said, if you can create a life like that, like I'm, I feel so lucky and blessed. And I know you guys probably feel the same way. So tell me about that. Tell me, what is, what is it like to work with your, your best friend? Wow. Um, we figure we've been together pretty much since high school. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. We went to hair school together. We worked in the same salon together. We split for a little bit and then we rejoined in the studio suite together. We started this podcast together. Our friends are family. Our, our family are, are really good friends, our wives, our daughters. Our Aren't you basically daughters. neighbors too? Don't you live like just down the block or around minutes the away. corner? Yeah, yeah. Minutes, yeah. 10 minutes from each other. Yeah. Um, in, in same school district. Kids went to the same school. It's just, it's, it's been a true blessing. You know what yeah. I mean? And, uh, Knowing that, you know, no matter what happens, uh, you know, that person has your back, you, yeah. you know, they have your best interest. Even if I'm having a bad day, I know Corey's going to either call me out or how can I help you? Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, if it's if it's, you know, going to be bad for me, he'll call me out and say, look, you know, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, or if, if uh, it's just whatever it is, I know that, you know, I can rely on him and it's just it's. I couldn't imagine not having it. It's been yeah. there my whole life. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's so normal but, to but me. E but, e but even on that, I mean, yeah, it's been there, you know, my whole life too. But even on that, like, until we started the podcast, not, not until, I'm not going to say that, that's a bad way to phrase it. When we started the podcast, it was a different depth that we can reach in, in a relationship. And yeah. in a you know, because because so many times and Tony and I, we were kind of never we were like this a little bit. But, you know, sometimes conversations are superficial. Sometimes conversations are like with between guys is like, oh, what the football, you know, what the football yeah. team do or my football team is better than your team or my my NASCAR team is better than your NASCAR team. You know, and, and there's that. But like I, I certainly see. Certainly when I go to parties and the guys are talking like that, first off, I can't really relate anymore because there's so much going on, you know, but um but we've, we've, we've been able to dig a lot deeper than that. And, and I'm, and I'm very grateful for that because I think a lot of men to men relationships end there. Agreed. Hundred you know, percent. I think they, they, they end with like making fun of each other, busting each other's butt, which is all good. And I'm all, and I'm fine with that or the yeah. scores or, or Chevy over Ford or whatever that tribalism is, we create our own tribals yeah. and, and defend them. I'm just so glad that 
you know, as men, as men in our 50s, as, as, as leaders in our industry, I'm really glad that we've been able to reach a different level, a much deeper level than that. And which is funny, because like I said, Tony and I were never that way, except, I mean, we were always up for busting balls, but we've always had more than that, too. Yeah, I mean, but but this is just a totally different level. You know, when you travel with people now as as men, we traveled a little bit when we were younger, but like to travel as men is different. You know, yeah. things that things that that well, look smell a whole lot more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know now now our conversations are like when are we going to bed <laughs> yeah <laughs> this eight o'clock is late <laughs> i agree with 100 percent what you said i think that's a really cool point to touch on as well because as guys you know and, and i'm i'm at that place in space in my life as well where i don't you know i'm not really and I, I say interested i don't have a lot of those those people that it's just about busting balls and what's mm -hmm. the score and all that kind of stuff like i i look for like you know, Lori calls it either um, scuba diving or snorkeling, right? And most guys are like snorkelers, right? They never want to go, but, you know, they always want to make sure they can see the shore and they never want to go depth and talk about real life stuff. And I think when you get to a place like that, that you two have, like, that's an unbelievably amazing connection. I was thinking about like, just kind of like how we all have, have kind of come together and, you know, through the schedulicity guys, you know, and Lori and I have known, you know, Michael and Jerry and Jane and those guys for, gosh, over 10 years now. And, I, you know, Michael and I always have this conversation, you know, he and I grew up in Texas where it should be, you know, we should be talking about, you know, what, what offense, you know, your college is running and blah, blah, blah. He and I are talking about the brain and metaphysics and neural pathways. And like, I look so forward to having just, you know, conversations with him about awesome stuff and i can give two shits what the score is right so when you get to that level it makes life amazing yeah you brought up schedulicity um we're so grateful for them oh me too yeah talking about uh, a, a company that uh embraced our industry and has given so much to our industry uh through the ups and through COVID, the downs and literally uh helped thousands of people uh, to uh, just be able to carry their business through COVID. I mean, talk about a team. That's, yeah. I, I'm so grateful that they're in our lives. There's a connection. There's a weird, no, I shouldn't even say weird. There's an energy connection. Like, I don't know about you. I'll let you guys answer this. I feel like everybody I've met that has some association with those, you know, with schedulicity, I feel like you could put us all in a, in a room and lock the door and it would be the most amazing fun time we've anybody has ever had that everybody has such a pure beautiful energy that it's unbelievable uh, yeah i mean big shout out to jerry and their yeah. HR, uh, hr department because you're absolutely right like you go in there and like everybody's the same and i don't mean that like in a bad way but everybody yeah. everybody's like temperament is the same you know they yeah. they want to they want to do what's best for you as the customer and they and, and when we when we get to visit there they they, they uh they we just have fun you're right they have fun yeah. And you've been to the office. I mean, how many oh, dogs yeah. were in there? Oh, I know. It's amazing. It's like, yeah, you don't know what to do. You don't. Should I be working or petting a puppy? Right. <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. Or both. Yes. Both. Absolutely. Yeah. You're. I think we're all so grateful and lucky to have. But I, for me, I was. It's that connection, right? It's that. It's that amazing connection that I think awesome humans find within each other. And yeah. so that's what I mean. Like just getting to know you two guys. I mean, I feel like schedulicity or not if we were ever in the same town or whatever i'm like we're getting together for sure right it's because i because i just feel like there's just a, an internal love and good energy between you know everybody that they bring to the table so what what was it like um 
you know, before you guys started the podcast, obviously you guys have been buds and, and, been, and been pals and everything like that. Did you guys work at separate shops and were you just kind of connected randomly or like how, did, how has it always been like that? No, after hair school, we, we worked in the same salon for oh, cool. yeah, 14 years. Yeah, 14, 15 years. Then he, he left uh, maybe two, three miles down the road. Uh, he went to another salon. Um, I stayed where, I, where we were. And then I went uh, about eight or nine years ago, went to a studio suite and I was there for a couple of years. And then he finally uh, took the plunge and he joined me over there. Cool. We've been together for about the last five or six years. Mm -hmm. Now, how did this go down? Was it like one of you called the other and they're like, hey, man, you want to go to you want to go learn how to cut hair? Like, how did how'd you guys oh, both go to, to school? You know what I mean? Like, if you know, we, we had a mutual friend that that we we looked I don't know if we looked up to, but we really looked up to his lifestyle. He, he, had, he had cute girlfriends is what Tony's trying to he say. He was dating Miss, Miss Virginia. He was okay. like, he had like convertibles. He was just, you know, he was just living the, uh, the he was everything cool in 1986, you know? And he, right. was, a hair, and he was a hairdresser. He was, that's how that's he, right. okay. totally. he was a hairdresser. So, you know, I think we wanted to, at first, you know, as, as every, you know, 17 year old boy wants, you want to emulate that, you yeah. know? Um, and then, um, and then, you know, certainly go to hair school and after he was in the navy i was down in florida um and then uh he got out of the navy i came back up here and he uh one day he said let's go check out graham webb and uh nobody was doing anything so we all went over there and checked out graham webb and uh the rest was history yeah. how, how old were you guys at this stage at this state i think i i think i was 22 yeah, i was 21 22 yeah when that happened. so just i mean how how lucky do you feel to that you've like found something that early that you've loved and and been able to do for so long because i mean if you think about it most 21 22 23 33 year old dudes don't know what the hell they're doing well i mean i, that, I, mean, I think if we're talking truth and we're, we're being 100 percent real i don't necessarily know that either one of us started school knowing that we would be doing it 30 years later i think we were yeah. just What's what's what what can we get into right now that doesn't look like, you know, wasting our time or sitting on our butts? You know, I no, think I'm, I meant in hindsight, like if you got to look back oh, now, yeah, yeah. And like, oh. and like, holy shit, oh, like we yeah, yeah, we yeah. got lucky, man. We we actually did. You know, this is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, listen, at that point, anything that I could have made a living at, I would have been interested in, you know, that's more than like working at a gas station or, you yeah. know, make like, you know, I guess in those days about five fifty an hour or something, you know, anything. Yeah maybe 425. But anyways, anything more than that, like it was it was cool with me. And, and I knew that and you could see enough people making a living here that, that we could do it, especially in our area, because our, our areas. Yeah, I, I just feel like I, I've been so blessed. And uh, so great, grateful again, to be able to do all the things that I've been able to do in this industry. You know, even when I got out of hair school, I knew that I needed help. So I started working for this particular company. And, and uh, and it's a British company. They had like, it was a British company for, for, for the most part, you know, and uh, at the time they had two shops, three shops. And I started working there and as an apprentice. And after two or three years, you know, he started to opening up other shops. And I said to him, I said, I said, we need to create a culture. You know what I mean? If we're going to, we all need to be kind of on the same page. And he goes, you know, well, go ahead and do it. And, uh, and so, you know, I created or helped create this cutting program for this company that's still in effect today. So it's just I've been so blessed and fortunate 
to be able to be a part of something like that, that grew so massive. And it was just, you know, I feel like I've always been in the right place at the right time in this industry. And it's just, I, I, I feel, you know, just blessed. Well, you know, good things happen to good people and, you know, opportunities presented all the time. You just got to be ready for it. And you were, you know, you were ready to, to take that on. So yeah, I don't think there's any coincidences in that. That's pretty cool stuff, though, to be able to get to do this kind of stuff. And something I, I thought about when you guys were talking is like, and I'm going to use it, I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound horrible. There's some people that just want to be, just want to cut hair, right? I just want to go in, I want to do this, I want to color it, whatever, I want to go home, and I don't want nothing to do with anything else. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people like you two who are like, hey, I'm, yeah, I cut hair, I color, I do this, I do that, or whatever, but I'm also a you know, I'm part of the industry, right? Like I'm, I'm part of something bigger than, than that little thing. And that's gotta be, that's gotta, that's gotta fill both of you up. I would assume. It's honestly for me is, is grateful isn't a strong enough word. It's just like mind blowing how the industry has responded to us. Yeah. So here we are two guys at the, the last third of our careers, you know, we're, 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 we're older gentlemen in, in an industry that's filled with, with young people. You know, um, we're male and the industry is, you know, 88% female, you know, has it always, has it always been like that? It's probably, it's probably, what do you guys think it, what do you guys think it was when you started? And then what do you think it is now versus, you know, male, to female ratio? Cause I just, my, I'm just inquisitive and curious. I I would guess. I would say 90% women when we first started, we're probably at about 80 75, not, not even 75%, about 80%. Now, okay. if we include the that's barber. We, yeah, that's why we, we're merging the barbers with that's us. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. We need, more, we need more, uh, more weight. So we're. But uh, hairdressers alone, it'd be about 90% female, 10% or yeah. eight, eight, eight. 10% yeah, male. Probably about 80. Yeah. I mean, okay. just guessing. I mean, I've worked this a yeah. lot. This is about the breakdown of it. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, just the fact that, that we had those two things kind of moving against us, you know, as far as what the audience looks like yeah. um, just, just the fact that they've, they've kind of accepted us and accepted what we're doing and accepted the conversations that we want to have. And, and we've been able to reach, we have a list. When we first started the podcast, we had a list of like, who would our dream top 20 be? And we've struck every name off that list except one. So, you know, it's, 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 it's we're pretty, it's pretty awesome, man. It's been an incredible ride to, to think that this could happen, you know, while you're 50, you know, but like you said earlier, no way I'm ready at 30. There's no way I'm ready at 40. You know, it, it had to happen when it happened because that was the right time for it to happen. Yeah, I, I believe in that one wholeheartedly. Like, I, you know, you always look back and say, oh, gosh, if I would have if I could have been doing this when I was 20. I mean, think about how successful I would be. I'm like, we were lucky to get out of our own way at that age. Right. Just don't do anything catastrophic. Yeah. yeah, it would have been catastrophic. It would yeah. have been. <laughs> totally would have been. Really? <laughs> That's cool, though. Tony, what about you? Like, what's, what does it feel like for you to be part of the industry? I mean, you know, in a bigger way, like, because you guys do, you know, you get to go speak and you take your podcast on the road and you you interview people at, at, at you know, trade shows and locations. You got to go to Elizabeth's Hair Love Retreat and, you know, be a part of that. And, you know, the whole, you know, the whole nine yards is, is a pretty cool, pretty cool thing. I mean, did you... Let me ask you this. I'll two questions that. And then did you have a vision for this? Was this like the vision when you started the podcast and started to be more involved in the industry? Or is this just kind of like, I think the, the vision evolves as, as we're growing. We, you know, our vision in the beginning was how cool would it be to have 10,000 listens by the end of year one, okay. and we were on track in June. Uh, we were at 5,000. 
We started in January, so about yeah. halfway through the year. So and so we're on track in June, and then we went to Premier that year. This is 2018, and something happened at Premier because from June to December, we ended up with 145,000 listens. Awesome. So we ended up, yeah, at 150,000. So, you know, I don't think we, we, we didn't, we didn't dream that, Oh my God, let's, right. you know what I mean? It just, it, it all happened. We just wanted to, to give and, and, you know, what we could do in the industry. And I've always been like that in, in the sense of, uh, Corey can tell you that, you know, when my kids were little, I, we would go to Frederick rescue mission or, or Catholic charities. And, you know, we would go feed the homeless or we would go do, you know, we went down to Mississippi and put a roof on a house after Katrina. And so, you know, to, to give back in that sense has always been, um, you know, special. And yeah. so, you know, if you look at it like that in, in the podcast, we're not giving back, we're not giving, but we, you know, we're just kind of doing our part, you know what I mean? In, in an industry that, that, that there's, you know, there's good, there's bad, there's struggle. I mean, you have yeah. all these, if we could touch all these points and if somebody can grab something from that, you know what I mean? It's, it's nothing special on our part. We're just doing our part. Well, I would say you are giving back by doing the podcast and I would say it is special. I mean, yeah, I know that's, you know, you guys are way too humble to say that, but you know, just, I just know just from talking to people that, that know you and just being in the Austin event and then, you know, listening and, you know, you guys are doing an amazing job. You're changing people's lives and yeah, it's, just a podcast, but it's not just a podcast, right? You're saying something every time you fire those mics up that is probably changing somebody's life that you'll never even know. You know what I mean? You'll never meet that person. You'll never hear from it. You'll never do any of that. Let me ask you both the same question. Do you ever, because you guys, like I said, you guys are both so humble. Do you ever just stop and like pause and look at everything you've, you've created and everything you've done? And like, what's that feeling like when you do that? I've got a little story for that. Yeah. So... Tony and I, we've been invited to do some really cool things. Like you said, um, we got to go to Hair Love Retreat, which is in the middle of the Zion Desert, which is a remarkable place. Um, we've been we've been caught up on stage in a few places, and we've sat in front of our idols, at, you know, at, at many places. And you know, we've had like, you know, it's it's really cool when when you meet like your idol or someone that you look up to, and the conversation isn't about hair. Yeah. Right. For us, that's really cool. Like, oh, my gosh, this person. But now we're having just normal conversations. We're having like, hey, how are your kids? Or, or even even a little deeper than that and stuff, too. So that's pretty cool. However, when Tony and I get to do a really cool event, we're standing in front of a bunch of people. And I want to take that experience in. I lean over to Tony and I whisper in his ear. This podcast is a really, really bad idea. <laughs> and it kind and of brings start it, laughing. Yeah, and it kind of brings us back to like like. Just a couple of years ago, we were just a couple of hairdressers working in the salon. Yeah. Now we're in Zion National Park. You Pretty know, cool, man. it kind of it brings it for me. Whenever I kind of kid like that, it's it's reminding Tony this is the moment to take in. Yeah, because this is cool. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's as humble of a story as I can tell you. I mean, I don't. You talk about humble and stuff. Yes, there's absolutely moments where you're just blown away. Sometimes it happens on a plane when we're flying out to someplace cool. Sometimes it happens while we're at the event. Sometimes while we're debriefing at the end of the day in the hotel room, you know, you, you just kind of go, wow. Like, like, yellow, like, um, we went to Yellowstone. We, you know, we, yeah. we've, when we visited Schedulicity, we visited Schedulicity. Jerry gave us his truck. Corey and I <laughs> jumped in his truck and we drove down to uh, Yellowstone. And, and, and as we're going through Yellowstone, we're looking around. It's like, 
you know, it's him and I, and just yeah, absorbing cool. it and just it, you know, he's squatting in front of some buffaloes. I'm taking a picture. Yeah, that's just, cool. You know, I'm waiting for one of the buffaloes to start charging them <laughs> so I can put it up on TikTok. But it, you better get video if it happens. Yeah. But just just stuff like that. It's like, you know, it without the podcast, him and I wouldn't have been there. Yeah. And you know, we were talking about how age makes a difference. I think at 30 years old, we would have thought we were owed this. But at 50 years old, that 50 year old, at 50 years old, I think we understand that we need to cherish this. Yeah. 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 That's, that, you know what? I agree with you wholeheartedly. I mean, I, I think I just turned, I always have to ask Lori how old I am. I, I turned 47 in October and I just have such an immense appreciation for what I get to do. Right. Like, I don't feel like I have to do anything anymore. Like, and so when I, whenever you start living life like that, like I get to do this, like I get to help people and talk to amazing people and do all this stuff. Like I always tell people, you know, the joke is like, Oh, how do you get up at three o'clock in the morning? And it's like, how do I, I don't, cause I get to, right. I don't have to, I'm not going to do anything I don't want to do. So there's a big difference in getting up at 3 AM because you want to, or because you, you know, you have to. And so I, I feel blessed and lucky. Yeah. I love that. I love well, that. You sure do look young. <laughs> <laughs> I love that meme that it says, like, I get to do this. Yeah. You know, like I get to do this. And, and it's such a it's such a small thing that you can do in your life about changing your perspective about things. Yep. You know, I live in this, I live in this, I don't know if we talked about this on the last podcast, but I over the last about 10 years, I've tried to live in this world of gifting. You know, so if I do for somebody, it's a gift. And that means that um, the, the, a small example of that is if I hold a door open for someone and they don't say thank you, you know, if my expectation was that thank you, that I never opened the door as a gift. I always I only opened it as an investment. It's the wrong yeah. reason. And, that, and that's not why you do it. You do it to, as a gift to society. We you talked know? about that. When I moved from Texas to Los Angeles um, for, with Lori, we'd go to dinner. And in, in Texas, you just hold the door open. You're just, it's in, it's, you're ingrained to it. You know, you say, yes, ma'am, you know, no, ma'am, that kind of thing. So I would, we'd go to dinner in LA and I would literally hold the door for 20 people and no one would say thank you. And I told somebody from Texas that I'm like, oh, I can't believe this. They will stop holding the door. And I'm like, this, this not a, I'm not going to stop holding the door. I'm not going to change who I am because somebody else doesn't want to say thank you. And that's not what it's about. It's about me doing the thing that I know is what I'm supposed to do. And I still do that to this day. And I could care less if they say thank you or not. It's not about that. Not about that. It's about, yeah. 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 Last question. Last question for both. Oh, go ahead. So, I mean, Corey, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was making a call. Oh, no, I was just gonna say last question for both of you. I mean, I think, you know, the whole, the whole premise of the 12 days of gratitude is me having conversations like this with people that I love and that I'm grateful for and that I get excited. Like I said, the first of the thing, when, when I think about somebody, if a smile comes to my face, like that's, that's the, you know, that's a, that's one of my definitions of gratitude, but I want you guys to both define it. Cause I, I'm a big believer in this as well. And you can tell me what you think. I think a lot of times we were given definitions of what things are supposed to be, but we don't really think of them in that terms. And so I'm big on making up my own definitions. I mean, I make up my own words and it's a whole other subject, but what's your definition or how would you describe gratitude? Whichever one of you wants to go first is I want both of you to answer it. Wow. I'll, I'm going to jump in here and, and I'm, I'm going to sidebar the question just for a second. Okay. But if we're, if we're about to sign off, it's really super important that, um, I share my gratitude towards my family, you know, because, because I've created 
I, meaning the, the we, we've created yeah. space. We've created this for us. We have, they were not, they were not participants in what we created, but they always get the worst bit of us, right? Wow. They, get, they get the worst side of us. They, they, they spend less time, they, they spend less time with us in our travel. And, and honestly, honestly, I'm just so grateful for them that they've been supportive of, 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 of what we've been, been able to do. Um, cool. So listen, I mean, I think gratitude for me comes down to being able to, to gift, you know, to be able to celebrate, to be able to celebrate everybody else and to celebrate the, 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 the people in our lives. You know, I, I think if we spent more time celebrating the people in our lives and less time, you know, looking for reasons to complain about them, I think we all have, we all have easier lives. You know, because whenever you put that stuff in the energy, whenever, you, even if it's like, ooh, her shoes are nasty. When you put that stuff in the energy, that takes, that takes effort to, to get past that, yep. as opposed to just either ignoring that her shoes were terrible or, you know, truly appreciating who that person is. You know, I don't know, did I sidestep it? I think I did. And if someone's shoes are terrible. I mean, that's, I have bad taste anyway. So, you know what I, mean? <laughs> I don't, so for me, gratitude, grateful, thankful. Um, uh, blessed. It's, I'm so grateful in the sense of what it means to me is that I've been able to pick and choose how to, and you said this earlier, how to live, how to think, how to, I don't have to live in that space Corey just mentioned about, right? I, I'm so grateful that I don't have to worry about being in that space. I'm so grateful that, you know, our family, wants to be with us. My, my son's 20 and, you know, he goes to the university of Maryland. He's like, dad, we're going to binge watch, um, Vinland tonight. I was like, you got it, son. He wants to be, he wants to hang out with me. Cool. I'm grateful that my daughter and my son-in-law, they want to be with me. And, you know, she has a, uh, a, a one-year-old son. I'm grateful that when he sees me, he wants to be with me. I'm grateful that my wife wants to be with me. You know yeah. what I mean? So I have so many things in my life that you know, if I go negative or if I go somewhere, it's not fair for them. And it, it, it doesn't do me any good. So I'm just so grateful that in my head that I'm allowed to live in a very positive and a very loving, giving space. And so I just, you know, again, I, I use the word blessed, but grateful is, is, is just All the same. Yep. Yeah. Well, I am uber grateful for both of you guys. And just so you know, I have a list of, it's called my yes list. And if you're on that list, the answer is always yes. It doesn't matter what the question is. You don't even have to say, hey, I need a favor or whatever. Anything you guys ask of me, the answer is always yes. All right. So we had a, we, had, we do have a question for you. Yeah, let's go. Yep. Cool. Just Corey's, of course, like we do. You sure we do? Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we already know the answer is yes. Right. Yeah. All right, I mean, tell me what is it? I mean, with the podcast, we want to we, we want to invite you back and we want to invite you back and we want you to be our January talker. We want you to be the one that, that brings uh, kicks us into the new year. And last last year, we did a podcast about uh, about New Year solutions. Yep. And, you know, we, I just think we would like to uh, we'd like to kick 2022 into the butt and we can't think of anybody better to kick the butt of 2022. Before I've got the perfect thing to talk about that we all need that we all need to include implement this in our lives in 2022 you're going to love it and the answer is absolutely yes 100 all right awesome thanks all for right. that reminder tony 
Yeah. Yeah. Too, too easy. Absolutely. Yeah. But like I said, I wasn't kidding. Anything. Yes. These the answer. You guys are amazing. Love both of you. You guys are just, just the coolest dudes on the planet. So thanks for being on the Thank show you. again. And I uh, appreciate you guys. Oh, See you, Jay. Much Thank love you. brother. And, and give your wife a hug for us and, and tell her hello for us, please. I will love you guys. Definitely. Love you, Jay. See you guys. Bye.